Nobody asked. But the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. And I'll be completely honest. Um, I didn't have the greatest interest in watching the game. Um, one, because I'm bitter as a Niner fan. But two, I don't know. I just wasn't as hyped for it <clears throat> as I felt I could be. Um, but I did watch as much as I could um, because we had some um, family obligations to take care of during parts of the game. But I caught all of the first half <coughs> and the latter part of the fourth quarter. And I was really happy at the end of it, though, that it was a great game. Um, I know a lot of people will argue about that call that basically sealed the game for the Kansas City Chiefs with that um, that holding call. And you know what? It was super small. It was super ins- like quick. And you might be like, really, they're going to call that such a crucial thing. But at the same time, we we have spent seasons debating no calls, right? Um, obviously, uh, we go back to that Saints game a few years ago. Um, no calls have been a huge issue. So, you know, at the end of it, both sides are going to argue because when the call is unfavorable and it seems blatant <clears throat> or un- or not blatant, you're going to you're going to argue it for your team, right? <clears throat> and I get what Greg Olson is saying, like you let him play, but, you know, it's the referee's jobs to make the calls um, or not make the calls when they're not supposed to. And you want to argue that to do their best. And I've said multiple times, one of the things I hate about professional sports is I hate referees. Um, and I hate it because sometimes it seems like they swing the games in favor or when they seem to egregiously get calls wrong, it sucks. <clears throat> but this seemed like a case where they got the call right. You know, you got to be in that position you have to be, put yourself into position to not get called. Even um, the player, the player himself. Uh, God, right? I'm I'm do, I'm trying to get this done quick because I don't want to make this super long. But um, the player himself even acknowledged that there was a, like he he held, he pulled at the back of the jersey, and he was hoping that they would let it slide or not. He wouldn't get caught, you know. Um, but this is me just kind of talking at the game as a whole. It was an all-time classic. Hell of a game. Um, Jalen Hurts, in my opinion, best player on the field. Um, you really can't knock him for what happened. Because um, the man the man played his heart out and he gave everything he could, in my opinion. Uh, I think if he could have anything back, that fumble that led to the turnover is probably one that might, uh, might, be, the one that's, might be the moment that sticks with him with that game. Because, you know, even though Philadelphia had a 10-point lead going into going into that um, second half, that half of the points that the Chiefs had, which was, you know, 14, uh, 14 points at the halftime, came from that touchdown off his fumble. And it was an unforced fumble. When he tried to tuck the ball back into his right side, it was it wasn't secured and it slipped out. And then you know the defense took, just took it, and there was no one there to catch it, catch up. So you know you look at that one moment as a big reason why you know 
it wasn't an even bigger scoring gap going into the second half, possibly. Um, realistically speaking, too, I felt like Kansas City's defense played better in the sense that they were able to generate bigger stops and more takeaways, where the Eagles' defense were great in the first half, but in the second half, no takeaways generated, no points off takeaways generated, and Kansas City figured out their offense. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes did their jobs, and they led that offense in the second half to score every possession. If you are scoring every possession in a half, you are you are going to be a hard stop, and that's what happened with the Eagles. Um, or well, that's what happens with the Eagles' defense, and that's why Kansas City pulled it out. And you know what though, like all across the board, it was a great game because the teams matched up really well. These are both really good teams, and you want to look at it and you might want to say it. And as a Niner fan, you are you want to make that argument. At full health right now, those two teams were the best teams in the league for the AFC and the NFC. I would still argue a fully healthy um, Niners team behind Purdy would be better than the Eagles. Um, And you argue about what the Niners, um, how the Niners defense got destroyed by the Eagles offense. You also have to consider that they just. They gave up. They they knew that the offense wasn't going to get in there, and they got tired. They got frustrated, and I'm not gonna you know, not gonna you know, um, give them an out for that. But I'm just saying like that wasn't a Niners defense that felt like the team had a chance because that was a Niners defense that was tired and they were beaten in the sense that like they just knew that this game wasn't it wasn't theirs. But anyways, with this was a great Super Bowl matchup, a great Super Bowl to watch. It was exhilarating to watch from start to finish. Um, while Patrick Mahomes deservedly was the MVP of his team, especially playing um, the way he did, playing with that um, tweaked ankle, uh, there was just no way that you could not give it to him for the Chiefs. But if there was an overall best player on the field, um, that without a doubt has to be Jalen Hurts. The man had a record-breaking game. He had four touchdowns. Um, He facilitated that offense, um, and he was shredding things. His arm was doing work, so much work that I lost every parlay um, that I used him in because I put the over on his completions to keep him under 20 completions, and he went for 27. And, you know, there's that knock that, like, he he might be more effective as a runner than a thrower. And in a sense, you, you see that because he had those three rushing touchdowns, because he can shred defenses with his legs. But he when he needed to air it out and make those passes, he did. Um, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, uh, people were getting open, and he was throwing them into open space or into areas where they – only those receivers would make their catches. So, you know, if you're the Eagles, you know you got the guy. Um, you know you got your block. To be completely honest, I don't know where the Eagles go from here right off the bat because, you know, they were right there. They were right there. And to be completely honest, um, if you're Jalen Hurts, your biggest thing is maybe you, you want to be a little bit more conscious about tightening up when you run. 
Um, when you tuck that ball in, that's just unfortunate. That that's you know his biggest mistake. And then on the defensive side of things, you know, you look at it and you you look at that holding call, and you're just like, you got to make sure you don't put yourself in that position to get that call. Um, but the Eagles. Obviously, if they kept this core team the way it is, there is no reason you don't look at this team as possibly getting back to the Super Bowl. On paper and what you've seen, there's no reason you can't think that they will get there. Uh, If you are the Chiefs, it's the same thing. Isaiah Pacheco has paid dividends as the runner that he is. Jarek McKinnon has done well in his limited role, in my opinion. And Kelsey is still the best offensive weapon at tight end in the league. Um, And those pieces at wide receiver, none of them are superstars, but they all work within the offense thanks to Patrick Mahomes. As long as you have Patrick Mahomes, you are going to be successful on the offensive side. Um, uh, Also, I mean, obviously Andy Reid's a huge part of that, but Mahomes is that offense. Andy Reid helps drive and fuel that offense, but the engine is Patrick Mahomes, and he he will get things done with his offensive awareness, his vision, his creativeness, um, and his ability to trust in himself, his arm, his decision-making, and he puts a lot of trust in his receivers. Um, and that's they, the receivers include his runners, Travis Kelsey, or anybody who – is able to catch that ball from him. He puts the trust in all of them. Um, there's a lot of faith. And that also goes to show with, you know, Harrison Butker missing that big first field goal to go all the way back and trust in him to, you know, win the game. Obviously, the Chiefs didn't have anything to lose in the sense of, like, it only goes to a tie and then the Eagles still have to, like, do some sort of Hail Mary trick play kind of thing to win it. Um <clears throat> You at least knew that they still had faith. And this is a team that really trusts each other, a lot of faith. Um, same goes for the Eagles. That's why, in a lot of sense, it was a fantastically perfect matchup. Um, I personally loved the ending. I was rooting for Mahomes and the Chiefs because I didn't want to give it to the NFC because they beat the Niners. Um, and I'm petty like that. But, um, yeah, it's happy to see it. Uh, I, was, I was happy to just know it was a really good game. And... You know, congratulations to both teams for the amazing seasons and years, but congratulations more to the Chiefs and Mahomes and Reed and Kelsey for um, two and four years, one at the expense of my team too, but, you know, they, they deserve both wins. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I lost every parlay. I lost every squares I did. It was um, you know, So it was like a, like a hollow victory in all sense. And actually, there's no victory for me, really. Just pettiness because the NFC didn't get it because the Niners weren't in the Super Bowl. But, um, yeah, you know, uh, I already missed football.